Hockey is my therapy. Because I can hit people. Hello and welcome to episode 176 of Under the Cull of MS. What's up? What the puckers? What the puck buddies? What the pucksters? <laughs> I am Mark Marin's opening there. Uh, I got to see one game this weekend. <laughs> There was two games televised on my TV on Saturday. And Sunday was supposed to be that Avalanche's fourth game, which would hopefully be a sweep. So Saturday, I couldn't watch the day game because I had the rummage going on. I caught a couple spots on it, but it was still 0-0 each time I jumped in and checked on it. Uh, The nighttime game was Vegas versus Minnesota. Vegas Golden Knights versus Minnesota Wild. So at least I had a good nighttime game to check out. Enjoyed. Uh, But that's all. They didn't televise any any games on my TV on Sunday, which made no sense. Because there were four games each day. So I was bummed about that. So I sat there on Saturday night, figured, screw it. I'm going to order Disney Plus with the ESPN package. Since... The pre-play uh, NFL, <laughs> I keep saying NFL instead of NHL. I got that on my last episode. I started out and said NHL play or NFL playoffs instead of NHL playoffs. That's my MS, so back off. <laughs> you don't like it, don't listen. <laughs> but uh, how was I talking? <laughs> I... Uh, I can't even remember where I was now. All right. But anyways, I didn't, I, yeah, ESPN. I down downloaded the Disney ESPN package because they were playing live games on ESPN before the playoffs, but apparently NBCSN or something like that, some NBC affiliate or whatever, I'm guessing the sports network, got official rights to all the playoff games. So the only way I'm going to see playoff games is if I had that, but I don't know where I could get a simple package with that channel without having cable or something. So I can't get that, so I got to deal with what games I do get to see on the Saturdays and Sundays. Usually the Saturday games get televised, but for some reason the past two weeks, they feel that soccer and golf is more important than Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, If it was... The baseball playoffs, basketball playoffs, the Super Bowl playoffs, whatever, soccer playoffs, they'd have it on TV the whole time, NASCAR, all that, but I don't understand why they don't televise hockey for shit, and I was actually pretty pissed off when I picked up our uh, Final Act Reporter, and I was all excited to get my Sunday comics, of course, but I wanted to... the sports section just for any updates on the hockey and all that stuff. They have baseball, basketball, that crap in there, but they don't have a single mention about hockey. It's like, that's why there isn't enough people interested in these sports. They never talk about stuff and it's just so stupid. It's like, if it's like they have to, like they contain it to Canada <laughs> as far as our area. Um, uh, even though we have all the NHL teams in the United States, but 
some reason they do not like talking about hockey and the news and stuff. So we'll see. I'll just have to keep searching on my own, just off the internet and go with that stuff. I am not going to give you updated stats today because I kind of confined myself all night last night. I'm hoping, I noticed that on ESPN, they do have the replays of the hockey games. It seems like they get them within a day. So I'm hoping that when I'm done doing the podcast, I can go upstairs, check ESPN, and they will have last night's Avalanche game. And I can hopefully watch it, and then I'll update you guys with all stats and let you know if any teams are on their way to the second round or whatever on Wednesday. Probably because tomorrow will be a regular episode, and then I'll catch you up on stats and stuff on Wednesday and do that. But the game I did see, like I said, was the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Minnesota Wild on Saturday night. 30 seconds in. <laughs> a wild player just after there was a Vegas penalty for hitting another player by the goalie. Uh, the wild player just straight handed another one of the Vegas players right in a, a perfect shot in the face. It was just a square center punch right to the nose. It was a beautiful punch. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, 30 seconds in, starts out the game like that. You knew it was going to be a good game. Lots of attitude. Uh, In the first period, Vegas scores. The Roy, or Wah, is how they pronounce it, just like Patrick Wah. The Avalanche goalie from years back and the Avalanche owner-manager more recently. I don't know if this... Why character is related. Uh, sure, here goes my throat. Every time I talk hockey, for some reason, my throat goes off. Uh, try one more sip here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that feels a little better, but we'll see how it goes. But yeah, Royce, why scored for Vegas? And then Wild scores right after, but the Wild player had his right foot in the crease inside the goalie's blue area. Oh, they lost the goal because of that. I'm guessing that's why they lost the goal. I didn't hear what they called on that. But from the replays and stuff, his foot went over the line. But a lot of plays lately are like that where they're just hovering in the goalie's area to block his view. And just constantly crossing across that line. And I don't think that should be allowed. I think that's one thing that should be penalized for. But I believe it was a penalty back in the olden days. But not no more. Lots of attitude. Fast-paced goal handling. Uh, Beautiful job by the Las Vegas goalie. Uh, He loses his stick and ends up on his back at one point. And still blocked the goal that came flying in through his left hand. I think it was his left hand he caught it with. But, yeah, that was a fun first period. Went into the second period. Tuck scores for the Vegas nine minutes in. Great break breakaway score. It was beautiful. And then Stone breakaway 
Stone had a breakaway score 14 minutes in. Stone for Vegas, this character, he and he doesn't have the attitude, the fighting. He's not beating the shit out of everybody and stuff like that. But he just has that pure hockey heart. Uh, he reminds me of, like, if you ever seen the Goon movie, it just he reminds me of that character's love for the game. But uh, a big old stick to the face cost Vegas a penalty in the second period. Uh, <laughs> just you just see a wide open view, and all of a sudden you see this player go down, and you just didn't catch it. When a stick goes flying up and nails someone in the face, it happens so quick. Unless you got a good up close visual, you don't get a good shot of that. But then they replayed it and say, "Yeah, that stick nailed him right in the face." But yeah, Minnesota had more shots on goal, but still. Uh, we're down 0-3 at that point. Vegas's goalie, Flurry, just, he is just on his game that night, uh, on Saturday night. He's just, he had a lot of work to do. He did a great job of it. Uh, <laughs> I had a little note in here about Leaf guard companies. It's like <laughs> I'll get back to that later, I guess. Then in the third, at about they went empty. Vegas or Minnesota went empty net at four minutes left in the period. Uh, Roy Wah got an empty net score at one twenty-eight left in the game to make it a four-zero win for. The Vegas Golden Knights. Frieza uh, was putting check into the boards over and over. Some good hits against him. Flurry, the goalie. Yeah, most goalies will send a puck down the line to other players when they got control of it. But Flurry will sit there and throw that puck in the air and control the puck. Unlike most goaltenders that you see out there, but he's really fun to watch. Uh, I do, but I don't want to see <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights playing against the Avalanche, Colorado Avalanche. We'll see what happens with these playoff stretch because, you know, I guarantee you both those teams are going to win their first round if they haven't already. By the time you start to hear this, but, yeah, that was a fun game. Uh, I'll get you some updated stats, hopefully by Wednesday, and let you know what's up with all that. And we'll get into some other things. This is going to be a little mix-up episode, so talk to you again in a minute. Okay, let's get some Sunday Funnies out here. This was a very sad week for Sunday Funnies. There was not much, much worth reading at all in these comics. Uh, start out with Zitz. This one wasn't funny. It just reminded me of my childhood. Yeah, four characters. They're just jamming out in their garage. Uh, one character's on his guitar. They got three guitars to one drummer. 
the one guitarist is like, whoa, that was tight. And the other guy's like, yeah. And then like, the drummer's like, totally. And they just keep going on. So that was 100 beats per minute in our F sharp, right? I was at 120 beats per minute in drop D tuning. I thought it was an E flat. I was ignoring you guys all together. <laughs> we have a formula. Somebody quick, write it down. But just reminded me of the first time I got together with some friends and we were going to try and have our own little rock and roll band. And we sat there and got together on the back porch. We had a keyboardist, a guitar. Oh, I was the lead guitarist. We had a drummer. A singer. I think we had a lead a bass guitarist. I'm pretty sure we had a bass guitarist that day. But yeah, we all didn't know how to play the same song together, so we all just started playing our own song. <laughs> but it did not sound good. It was terrible when we did it. <laughs> yeah, dreams when you're a kid, but once you actually do them, they're pretty sad sometimes. <laughs> All right, got Mother Goose and Grim. Yeah, Grimmy sitting on the floor with this little growling look on his face. And Mother Goose sitting at the table talking to another character who's going for a meatball that fell off the table onto the floor with his fork. And <clears throat> Mother Goose says, Before you pick that up, that meatball up, are you covered by Blue Cross? Because <laughs> Grimmy's gonna pack you and fight you for it. I don't think that character's gonna win. Alright, the one comic that was actually funny this week. Pickles, of course, is the winner for that. Yeah, two old guys sitting there talking. One's like, I love Western shirts. You know why? Why? Because they have snaps instead of buttons. That's why. It's such a pain to have to unbutton each button, one button at a time, when you take your shirt off. Yeah, it is. Especially if you have arthritis in your hands. But with snaps, you can just rip your shirt open. As he rips his shirt open, they show the other old old timer. And he's looking down on the floor, and the other one's bent over, and he says, Oh, shoot. I forgot I'm not wearing my Western shirt today. <laughs> the other character says, I'll get those buttons for you. <laughs> uh, it's fun getting old. All right. And looking through this, it looks like that was it for the sad-ass Sunday comics this week. <laughs> like I said, they were not that impressive. Let's see if I can throw in a quick little... Kelvin and Hobbs for you. Kelvin's sitting there with a bully coming up to him. Bully's ready to punch him. Says, give me that ball or I'll punch your face in. And Kelvin gives up his ball. Smart moves, sissy boy. Kelvin goes walking off all disappointed. In my opinion, we don't devote nearly enough scientific research to find a cure for jerks. <laughs> Yeah, Kelvin and I believe Susie sitting at lunchtime having their lunch. Kelvin's looking in his bag. 
He says, open wide, open wide. That's good. Now, this might cause some slight discomfort. Hold real still. He shoves his arm in his lunch bag. Stop thrashing. I've almost got it. Almost. Almost there. Boy, it's a good thing you had this removed. Just look at all these bad spots as he pulls the apple out of the bag. <laughs> and Sally says, lunch shouldn't have to be like this. <laughs> she lays her head on her shoulders. Can't stand the goofy little boys. <clears throat> One more, yeah, Kelvin talking to Hobbs. Kelvin says, showing him a Hobbs piece of paper, says, take a look at this. Wouldn't you say this is a great drawing? I mean, can you believe my teacher didn't like it? She said it wasn't serious. By golly, if this isn't serious art, then nothing is. Who set Miss Wormwood? Who set Miss Wormwood up as an arbiter of aesthetics anyway? This is a beautiful work of power and depth. Hobbs says, it's a stegosaurus in a rocket ship, right? See, you understood it. <laughs> uh, simple little Kelvin and Hobbs. That's it. That's all I got for you for Sunday Comics this week. We'll get to some other things yet today. Back to you in a second. Okay, spoiler alerts, people. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, don't listen to this next section. We're going to be spoiling a movie called Army of the Dead. First off, what I mentioned earlier about Leaf Guard, I had a little note down here. I mean, someone might as well get their ass out there and invent it because obviously these companies are too stupid to do it. But we have two separate companies. We got a leaf guard company and we got the awning gutter companies. So why the hell aren't you just selling gutters that are a solid unit with leaf guard in? I don't understand why there's two different companies. It makes no sense. It's just a simple item. Put a Make it a square contained unit with holes in the top and it's done. And I purposely don't understand the use of gutters anyways, unless you're using them over a porch or an area where you sit so the water will run off more to the side and not just dump like a waterfall on your head. But other than that, the rest of the house is not making the water less in any real area because no matter what, the rain coming down, it's still going to flow around with the ground and the grass and everything, depending on how moist it is in certain areas. Water works its way to wherever it needs to go. That's how it, how it flows. It just flows as long as the path is happy, it keeps going. But, yeah, someone should get out there and make that. And don't forget to give me my 15%. And then we're going to get to the spoilers. All right. I checked out a movie this weekend, Army of the Dead. Uh I basically, what I expected out of this was uh, just a fun, fast-paced, video game-style, zombie-type movie. No real sense involved. It's just 
expected it to be a big old goofy film. Uh, the military doesn't run or shoot when they're told. They just stand around, just staring at a box, waiting for something to happen. It's like you're told, get your people the hell out of there. And I would expect military personnel to follow commands and know that something bad would probably happen if you didn't listen. But instead, they sit there <laughs> stupidly standing staring at a box until something happens. Uh, a guy gets all the blood, uh, gets a little handful of blood lands on a character's arm. At least that's the way it looked. I'm going to have to rewatch the film a second time to make sure. But it looked like a zombie was blowing up or whatever and a chunk of blood landed on a guy's arm and one of the military gals or the gal that was out there just turns to him and it's like, oh, sorry, and shoots him in the head or whatever kills him. And I think I'm assuming he killed his wife and that was in the car too and stuff. But uh, so that was right off telling you, okay, if you get blood splatter on you, you're getting the virus. You're going to turn into a zombie or whatever. But that makes no sense because then you see one of her one of the other people, well, a bunch of other people fighting the zombies, and they did like a slow mo, slow mo style clips and all that stuff, just to what would happen or what is happening, just trying to get you caught up. And you got one character with a big concrete saw, and he's just whipping this thing back and forth, which is the stupidest weapon in the world to have. Those things weigh a ton. It's like, why would you want something that big and bulky that they're, you're going to have to get really up close with to use anyways? Because you only got about a maybe a 16-inch wheel on there cutting discs. So you only got about an 8-inch play margin for the... Uh, yeah, my brain's gone on that. But yeah, you got about eight inches. You're gonna have to get away from whatever you're hacking up. So that's a pretty stupid weapon to use in the first place. And you gotta have gas with you to keep keep it running. Uh, and while he's hacking up these zombies, blood's just splattering everywhere. So he, he's got to be getting it on him. So why wouldn't that turn him into a zombie? Same with some of the other characters with the up close shotgun shots and stuff like that. When they're surrounded and they're shooting away like crazy, blood splatters flying all over the place. You're telling me these characters aren't getting any blood on them, so I don't know why that guy had to be killed. I didn't understand that part portion of it. Uh, basically, characters in a video game playing over and over and over. It's like they're reliving the synopsis. Is this a uh, some type of dimensional shifting or are they actually characters in a video game? It kind of felt more like that because they're kind of like, well, we're reliving this over and over, finding dead bodies that look like us and stuff like that with military garb on them and things. Uh, Timeline wise, I have no idea. They didn't. How long has this been since the accident? I don't know if I missed a little, thing in the corner of tv that said a year later or six months later or whatever but you see a bit a, a little play out of what happened or could have happened or did happen i don't know 
and then they go into the storyline and then they go back to some more fighting and stuff. So it was like very confusing that way. Uh, they're going to get money out of a safe and they get $50 million. I think it was for doing this. Well, this makes no sense. I thought they were going to the safe to get something important out of a safe. In the middle of Las Vegas, that is a closed down city that's just filled with these weird zombie type characters. It's like $50 million in the first place is a ton of money to carry, even in big bills. So you got to get that $50 million to for yourselves. Then you got to get whatever extra money for whoever sent you to do this. Because why would they send you just to get the $50 million for yourself? You got to obviously be getting something for them. And it would be a greater portion. That would be a lot of freaking money to haul. And you only have one Huey chopper left to, on top of a building for you to haul all these people back plus all this money. That made no sense to me. I expected them to go in and get some type of thing out of a safe. Some smaller object. Not bags and bags of cash. That just was really, really stupid story basis for me. When I seen that, I did not like that. But I don't know. It's you kind of played out expecting it to be kind of like uh, Escape from New York style, where they're going in to get something, they're going to get screwed over anyways at the end. And then someone's going to take what they got and they're just going to leave and kill everybody else off or something like that. But then with that saw, that concrete saw I was talking about, you got one person carrying two huge gas cans, two other people carrying one huge gas can, both on their backs. So they got all this extra gas for the stupid saw. <laughs> it's like, and then when the characters get attacked, just go ahead and quickly shoot gas can and blow everything up don't sit there and just wait as they're getting mowed and then finally shoot them but uh yeah that that just was useless to me I, they didn't really take advantage of the gas cans or even the saw the saw was used in that beginning section and then you didn't really see much saw use other than <laughs> they cut a lock with the saw it's like okay so you got carried four gas cans and a huge saw just so you could cut a little lock. That made no sense either. I love Batista. I like love Peg Batero. Uh there I everybody on there. I and mean, you had the dad from Saving Grace. Just a giant Sig Siegfried and Roy zombie cat. He was awesome. That cat was awesome. Um <laughs> it's, it was hilarious <laughs> when the, the cat attacks. It's like cats like to play with their food, so <laughs> the cat had some fun with some some of his dinner. Uh, I expected absolute ridiculous, and I got absolute ridiculous. I am not saying I hated this movie. I enjoyed it, and it was what I expected. Well, not quite. It wasn't quite what I expected, but it was uh, an enjoyable zombie video game style flick but it was very drawn out very long movie and they could have made this more fast paced more together cleaned up a lot of it i mean there is one shot where i gotta rewatch it a guy with like a cyborg head eye and it, you know he gets shot 
And also I see this red metal type thing behind where his eye blew out or a chunk of his face blew out. And I'm like, okay, we're going to have cyborgs in here too or AI units. But we didn't see nothing more from that. Uh, Creatures all leave and two girls just sit. And all these zombie type creatures, they just all leave to go somewhere else. And these two girls that are trapped in a room just sit in their waiting death room, (laughs) waiting for the zombies to come back. I have no idea. But this other uh, Batista's daughter character, she just goes walking into the city part and goes into this room and just walks in. It's like nothing's locked. Like, really? Like, why wouldn't you just escape? Are you really that dumb? You're just going to sit and wait for someone to come back and eat you? But and get on the damn chopper already. <laughs> you really got to stare at the chopper for an hour. Get on the freaking thing and talk about what you got to talk about later. Get the hell out of there. I mean, but then you lock, get locked in a safe, which I thought. A character got locked in a safe, but apparently he just got pushed in a safe and the door closed. Well, the head zombie character I would think would be able to open the door when a character half his size closed it. And then he could have got the guy in the safe. But yeah, Car and the character after a nuclear explosion walks out of a sealed safe carrying a bunch of money, walks to well, he couldn't have walked too far because he was carrying money and stuff. So he walks to a car, jumps in it, and drives off. The car being close to a nuclear blast. <laughs> Starts and runs just fine. That that was kind of surprising. And then you got zombies on a plane. That might be coming next. <laughs> but, but yeah, I enjoy it. If you like goofy movies... And if Batista and Tignatero weren't in it, I probably wouldn't have cared as much. Uh, they're the main reason I watched it. But, yeah, it's... If you like goofy zombie shit, you may like this. If not, it is long-winded, so... But yeah, that's my review for that one. Better than Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Talk to you again soon. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. And we'll get back to you tomorrow.